Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. Mic check, mic check. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. This is episode 30 featuring comedian Mel Harris. And I got Patrice, model, actress, management company going on. I really appreciate y'all coming on this episode. But I got to set a tone. Do y'all remember this song? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The classic, the score, the Fugees. Shout out to Lauren Hill. She on a crazy tour right now. Mm. And I can't wait to see it. July 13th is going down in Philly. The Miss Education of Lauren Hill tour. So shout out to Lauren Hill, one of the greats, definitely in my top yeah, five. She's, that's gonna be uh, definitely in my top five. Definitely. Uh, I gotta set the tone. I gotta set the tone because when it comes to hip hop, this is what I do. Right. I love it from the '90s era. I, I, that's the to me to, to this day the best the, era ever. That's the when best it come era. To music, period. Yeah. I don't True. care if it's R&B or hip hop. This is what it is. I'm setting the tone right now. Right. All right. All right so let's let's get right into it though. Uh, Listen, I want to shout y'all out because y'all been doing some great things in the city and you was just in L.A. doing great things. So shout out to you and, you know, keep God first because I feel like without him, you will not prosper in this business. And I mean, because it's a cutthroat business. I don't care what parts you in media, you know, comedy, whatever. You got to have God first. You know what I mean? So let's start from the top. Um, How did you get into comedy? Um. I, I always, I, mm-hmm. I've always had people say I was funny, but you know okay. what that is. That's, yes. that's, that's everybody. Everybody's always funny. But I remember um, the the first time I really feel like I could separate myself from other people as far mm-hmm. as being funny. Right. We used to. Um, I was in. I went to George Washington High, same school as Kevin Hart. I actually went to school with Kevin Hart. Oh, uh, wow. When I was a senior, he was okay. a, a sophomore. He right. was two years before me. But okay. um, it was funny, like. Um, I would catch the bus to school, mm-hmm. and I would sit in the back of the school bus. 18 bus would ran through, uh, went from, like, Fox Chase and Philly all the way down through Mount Airy, Germantown, Boy, that Island. area. Yeah, so um, kids from other schools would get on, okay. like Frankfurt High and all that, right at uh, Rising Sun. Right. Cotman, that that little, uh, that, that five points is what they called it. Okay. They would get on a bus, and I would just sit in the back of the bus, mm-hmm. and I'd do impersonations and... You know, I talk about Ricky and boys in the hood getting killed, all that stuff. Oh, and all oh, these people, man. they would see, they would see the you know our bus pull up, and right. they just run to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I sit in that middle chair on the bus. When you sit in that middle chair, you own mm-hmm. the bus. I don't care who you are. <laughs> right. And you go to the back and sit on that middle chair, and like you just see, you the king of the transpass when you sit in that middle chair. So I, used to, that's when I knew it was like I was a little different. You know, okay. then you know college and all that stuff. But. Right. Um, Long story short, I had a I had a, a job uh, working at a furniture company, and this okay. dude comes in, and he's like, "Yo, mm-hmm. I need you to um, host something for me." And I'm like, okay. "Dude, I'm trying to sell this furniture. Like, I don't know <laughs> right. this dude. He was a yeah. he was a customer. Like, I'm trying to sell this furniture. Right. Like, are you going to buy this bunk bed? Because if you don't buy this bunk bed, I can't get to work next week." So, he was like, "No, nah, I'm serious, bro. Like, I need you to host something for me." So, mm-hmm. I went. <clears throat> I, I gave in and I hosted something for him at the Clef Club, which is uh, down on the Avenue of the Arts down South uh, Philly. S- where yeah, I'm South from. Philly. Yep. So That's where um, I'm from. I hosted cool. it right before I went on. Dude came up to me. He said, Look, I feel like you can do this. I feel like you're funny and you're going to be able to hold your own. Don't cuss. Mm. Yeah. So I said, So I just threw all my stuff away, all the notes I had wrote because I, I didn't know how to write comedy. I just knew how to write funny. Right. Got on stage. 
went 10 minutes. Crowd was crazy from beginning to end. Stepped off, fainted, because I'm a thug. I fainted. Got back up. <laughs> got up. Got in the elevator. There's a man in the elevator. man came up to me and said, you got a future. I said, all right, whatever, dude. Right. Like, I'm nervous. I'm still nervous. Right. So, um guy comes up to me who's running the um show okay. this was a uh this guy and this was a um a music show a music showcase and this guy was changing mm-hmm. from a gospel crowd to an r&b crowd okay and this showcase was going to be all these different artists and musicians and right. poets leading up to him closing okay. the show out right so i'm in the elevator he's talking to you like man you did a great job how you feel i'm like i'm nervous man i'm still mm-hmm. the adrenaline going i was like that was off top and he was like that's that's the best thing man just to right. just to flow so i'm like all right i said yeah i said and it was this guy in the elevator talking to me he's like who i said the guy right there he's like you know who that is i'm like no he's like that's will smith dad oh, i was shit. like oh will like fresh prince will so he's like yeah that's will smith's pop he's in the wow. jazz music all that he follows me mm-hmm. so i'm like oh that's that's what's up so yeah after i got like, the little nod of approval from that man you know who happened to be will smith's father mm-hmm. it was just like you can do this you know right. you, you yeah. can you can do it figure it out find out how to do it mm-hmm. find an open mic and uh i went down to Mill Creek Tavern at okay. the suggestion of people on Facebook. They like they do an open mic down there. Okay. Did it for two weeks. The third week they threw me on a flyer. Right. And it just just went from there, man. Dope. Yeah. You said something earlier, alluded to earlier that you did impersonations. Like what's your most popular one that you can do? None do now. You don't do I'll none do now? None. It just come out of me. Like it'll it'll really? come out of me. Um in regular talk. So like <laughs> on stage though, I don't I don't really <laughs> Like stage, I'll do like Sam Jackson or not Sam Jackson. What's what's my man name? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Hey, you I, I gotta stop doing old great people. Yeah, that's um, so funny though. I'll do him. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do him by default. Like he's just gonna come out of me at some point tonight. He's yeah, gonna come out. Okay, gonna I gotta out. catch it. Then. He gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gonna sing the school song with me tonight? Yeah. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah. So like I, I, and the Morgan Freeman thing came. I was driving one day. Okay. Matter of fact, we had a snowstorm. It was a bad snowstorm. I was in a car. Right. And I was mad at my job. My a little nine to five, I was mad at them. So I, I started talking like Morgan Freeman on Instagram. And somebody said, Oh my God, that's Morgan Freeman. I said, No, that's me. But it, it still, right. it, was, it was, it came out. But it's, at some point, I'm going to give it some Morgan. I'm going to give it some Morgan. Yeah, he's, cool. he's, we he's need gonna, some Morgan. Tonight, some Morgan. Definitely. He's going to jump out. True. Yeah. He will. Cool. I want to know what jokes are off limits. And do you have any jokes that's off limits? Are you pretty much a comedian that's no filter like a. Eddie Murphy, like a bunch of prior. You know what? It's funny. You see those names you're saying? They're they're aged now, and it's a shame because mm-hmm. uh, if you watch the uh, the last Chappelle specials, the ones he did for Netflix, mm-hmm. he 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 touched on um, comedy and how comedy has kind of run its course with him, and only because of the restrictions in comedy. You know, he he used some words, right. said some things about comedy um, that he felt were, um, or he said some things. Because he felt like comedy has hit this wall where everybody feels like you're coming at them, or or, or it's uh there's there's a, a group to come at you about everything you say, right. uh, based on uh, race, gender, uh, sexual preferences. Is nothing you can say now that won't come across as offensive, and that kills comedy. Yeah. So uh, a lot of times I will tailor my comedy mm-hmm. to a specific audience depending on who's in front of me, okay. but for the most part, um, I give it all to them. I try to give them truth. And I feel like you can get away with anything in comedy as long as you cleverly say it. There's ways to say things without coming without across as if you're someone. attacking. Right. Um, people do it in music. You know, um, there, there are ways to let these things you feel mm-hmm. um, are important to you be known um, or 
you know, you're delivering a message, um, and comedians have to deliver that message with, with a comedic twist. Right. But there's a way to do it without offending. Okay. There, it's just, it's a way. So there, there's nothing really that I wouldn't say on stage. <laughs> cool. Yeah. When did you realize as a comedian when you were going to actually make money from being a comedy? Because I know when you look at the stories of Steve Harvey and how he started in Cleveland and, you know, different stories from people where they were not making actual yeah. money. They were grinding. They were grinding, grinding, grinding until finally the check came. When did yeah. you realize, like, this is about to be a monetized thing as opposed to being a hobby? This morning. This morning, I was like, I just got some new sneaks. Like, this is this is what's up. Like, I got I got some new sneakers and some socks. So this is about that bread now. Okay. Like, like, don't don't answer that call, babe. They want right. money. No, um, <laughs> no, it is. You know, when I, I I found out, like, okay, like this could really be something like more than just being a comedian. It's when people come for you and, and you're not looking for them. Like when they come to you and say, "Yo, mm. I need you for this show. Like, right. I want you on this show." Um, people that may not even have seen you perform before, when they come and they say, I want you. You right. know, um, I, I made connections uh, when I was in, in, in Cali uh, just now. Okay. And, and these were people who were just like, yo, come back. Like, you know, when you come back, I'll have the money for you. Wow. Um, you you let me know. When I went to Florida last year, the guy said, let me know in advance. You'll be back, and I'll make sure I cut you some bread. I'll have something for you. So uh, when you know your talents are worthy of, of money, uh that's when you can say, all right, now it's time for me to sharpen this up right. and, and get it tight um, right. so that this becomes the norm. Now you can be paid. You can yeah. uh, you can ask for money, you know, right. without even asking. It's like if I call him, I know I'm going to have to pay him to do this. And don't get me wrong. There's still people... <laughs> There's still people who are going to test your pockets and say, right. you know, mm -hmm. if you could, could you just, you know. And, I mean, even with that, um, there's still this fine line because I'm not um, – to me, there's still a lot of work to be done. Okay. So if someone called me and said, hey, man, like, I need you, blah, blah, mm -hmm. um, just give me this, or can you do that for me, or whatever. Right. I have to look at that situation as that situation and say, you know, does this person know me? Mm -hmm. Are they doing this um, uh, to benefit both of us? Like, what, what do I get out of this? What will they get out of it? What can this do for me in the future? Right. They'll tell you. I've done um, I've done shows before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, the management team, they'll send me off somewhere like, hey, right. you know, you got New York, you know, uh, right. perfect example, Broadway Comedy Club. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been a year, I guess, a little less than a year when I went out to Broadway Comedy Club and mm -hmm. they had a, um, it was a showcase. Right. So it was like, this is my first time seeing me. They don't know me. Why would you, why would I pay you? There's a hundred comics here in New York. Yeah. So they had a guy from SNL who was the headliner that night. Again, the rest of this was more a showcase and this yeah. dude was supposed to put in like, 30 minutes and he came up to the promoter in the middle of the show and said I want I want to get out of here like how many people are going up I see like six or seven names written down like I, I'm, mm. I want to get out of here she said well you can go up now someone else will have to close out right and he said well I still want to get my time I guess he was getting paid too so he's like I still want to get my time she said well, yeah. I think you were doing a half hour you can do 20 minutes and I'll give the other 10 to someone else or whatever so right. I was like I take it you know I don't it's not about money mm -hmm. I said this will be my opportunity to shine right I closed the show out. She said, when can you come back? And mm. that um, that also led to a booking the following week, a paid booking to come up, um, drive up there. But then uh, it led to a bus trip where I grabbed 40 people. We had 40 people on a bus, and we, we went up to New York, and mm -hmm. we filled a room up where I headlined the show. So wow, when you give yourself, lot, yeah, you mm -hmm. can give yourself for free. I mean, it, it, again, you might these yeah. people don't know me. You know, they, they don't, mm -hmm. they're not... Um, 
they may not be uh, keen to comedy. They may not know uh, my name. So it's like, all right, I got to think about that, right. you know, my whole thing. So, um, but it just presents an opportunity for me to shine. Like, it's like, okay, great. I'm glad you know nothing about me. So now I'll give you my value. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. That, that's, that's what it is. A little bit like an audition. Yeah. All right. So let's switch gears. Let's talk to Patrice, um, model, actor. Talk a little bit how you got started in acting, you know, mentor, producer, director. You have a lot going on. You have a lot of hats. Explain about your company and different things that you're doing right now. Absolutely. Well, um, I started, everything came from singing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I started singing when I was a little girl. Okay. And then I started being in the girl groups okay. and things like that. Okay, and what era was this? Was this what year? This was, was okay. So when I started, it was the early eighties. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I was at McDaniel. Oh, elementary, I went there. Right? I went there. So you say you, more. Yeah. right? You're from South Philly. Yep. South yep. Philly is 90s. so deep. I went there in the nineties. Okay. All yeah. right. So yeah. Then um, I went down Fifth Street to Murdoch for okay. like a couple years. Okay. Performing art school. Yeah. All right. Still, still, you know. Still uh, South Philly, but yeah, so mm -hmm. I started doing that, and then once I got to high school, mm -hmm. like, it really opened up for me. Um, I was, like, one of the lead singers in my um, high school choir. Okay. I went to Southern, okay. and the uh, choir director actually came to there, because I went to junior high school at there, oh, wow. um, and picked me. He was like, listen, mm -hmm. you know, because I had an audition at... Uh, the performing arts. Okay. Yeah. But the way God is set up, mm -hmm. I wasn't supposed to go there. Right. So I went on to Southern and, okay. you know, I was, you know, all kind of lead singers for everything. Mm. Um, then we did like a, a play. We did a uh, West Side Story. Oh, wow. West yeah. Side Story. Wow. Right. So like the whole cast was black. Oh, wow. You know, which was, was dope. You yeah, know? different, um, too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And everyone could sing, you know, because we were all part of the choir. Okay. And, you know, and I got the lead. So right. I got, you know, and I did my thing, and mm -hmm. I just fell in love with entertaining. Dope. I fell in love with it. Okay. Just the, the, the reaction mm -hmm. that people have and right. how it makes them feel, you know, when mm -hmm. I'm up there and I'm doing what I do. Right. So yeah, so that's that's the singing part. Okay. Then you know I I, I still sang. You know years went by and everything, mm -hmm. and I was I was at a really low time in my life, and a friend of mine mm -hmm. was like, you know what, come outside. She was like, I want you to come over to my house. I want you to audition okay. for this play. Right. So I was like, oh, all right, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I went over to her house. Shout okay. out to Kismet. I went over to her house and she introduced me to um, Bilal Islam. Yeah, he does a lot of plays in Philly. Yeah. Big time. Absolutely. Shout That's, out to Bilal. Absolutely. He um, does a lot of stuff in Philly. True that. Yes. Um, so uh, I tried out for um, How Could You... No, wait a minute. Love Me, Love Me Not. Okay. And we were actually traveling. We were doing a Chitlin circuit. Mm. So this was a traveling play. Um. Before I could get back on the train to go home, Bilal mm -hmm. called me. He was like, hey, you got the part. Wow. Yeah, so. That's dope. Yeah, I did that. And I mm -hmm. worked under Bilal for years. Mm -hmm. um, I did many plays with him. Okay. Uh, starred in a few. Mm -hmm. And then after my, I would say, 
I'm going to say it's 2015, because mm-hmm. um, I was doing uh, Khalik Hayes and Stephen Gardner's play Childhood's Lost. Oh yeah, yeah, Child and I, them too. right? I did. I starred. Um, I was the star. I had a starring role in those plays as well. Okay. Um, I took a break. Mm. You know, I just okay. needed to chill out and, mm-hmm. and relax. And then I directed a play after that. Wow. Actually, I directed two plays. Same play, but mm-hmm. different different vibes, different feelings with it. Okay. And that was Thought and Thought Reloaded. Okay. Yeah, so I directed those plays and mm-hmm. wrote, co-wrote a play and co-produced so a play. Getting, getting, gaining those hats. Exactly. Start, you know, moving up. Exactly. And evolving. Absolutely. So once that, you know, mm-hmm. we started the business. My partner and I, two Libras. Um, y'all both Libras? Yeah. Y'all cool. The only thing about y'all, though, sometimes. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here is we go. Y'all can be indecisive because y'all the scale. So it's like left, right, right, left. I don't know. What the fuck? Like, you that know, kind of shit. I, uh, <laughs> I love, but what I would say, I think female Libras are more, more like on point yes. than a male Libra. Mm-hmm. I will say that much. Yeah, male and female Libras are totally, totally different. different you know? Are. Yeah, so the reason why and, and one of the one of the main reasons why we work because mm. I know where I know my role and she know hers. Mm, I like that. You know. And that's hard sometimes, Absolutely. especially with, Especially you know, not just family, but I think family is hard to have a family business, but I also think it's hard to have a business with friends. Yeah. Because the mm-hmm. emotional yeah, attachment. Yeah, exactly. And it's not a disconnect as someone that you just mad and we, we prosper and we in business together and we making it work. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So. Right, right. So, yeah. you know, when we got together, she was like, you know, we're going to start this management company. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we got the first comedian. And right. no, we didn't get the first comedian. It was a rapper. Oh, you had a rapper. Okay. That didn't work out. So moving, moving forward, right. Mel came along. Oh. Yeah. Blessing. Mel came along, um, then Beast came along, okay. and then we dibbled and dabbled with a rapper again. Then, didn't work out. Didn't work out. So um, do, do you <laughs> feel like, let me ask you this, do you feel like you should just leave the rappers alone? Yeah, at this point, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, mm-hmm. first of all, the world is watching. Is not They're not hungry like they used to be back in the day. No, they're not. You they know, think so it's easy. Exactly. And it's actually harder. True that. You to know. a certain extent. It, I think it depends on how you approach the game. Mm-hmm. Because it's a free world. It's like Kanye West is a free thinker. Right. Because of social media. And mm-hmm. because you can just post something on SoundCloud and it can just and it's go everywhere. And then yeah. that's it. So, but at the same time, that don't mean that's going to be you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got to put the work in. True. Cardi B is a special case. But everybody can't do what Cardi B. We've seen thousands upon right. thousands of females going love and hip hop. But right. they still can't do what Cardi B did. Absolutely. If you're the chosen one, you're mm-hmm. the chosen one. But some of these people are the frozen one. True. You know True. what I mean? So. Preach, right? Yes. Yeah, so. And 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 to piggyback off the frozen one, I don't know how to be still. <laughs> I, I don't. No, you I know? don't. I'm too hyperactive for Yeah, that. I... I yeah. I want to I want to motivate my people. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's just, you know, now we're going to have a go a segue into what I'm doing currently. Okay. And the reason why I say currently because I do lots of things. I'm a professional singer. Okay. I'm a professional actress. Okay. I'm a professional makeup artist. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of hats. Exactly. How do you find time for all these hats? Um, <laughs> Where do you hang them up at? It's like you're running out of space. My, you know what? I don't think if it wasn't for mm-hmm. my wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you got the support from your wife. Absolutely, she okay. supports me a hundred percent in everything that well, I, I gotta do. drop a bomb in that. Right. 
everything that I do. You know, I couldn't ask for a better friend, partner, partner. wife, you know. Right. It's like that's we we wrote we move like a like a song. That's what's up. You know, and That's what's up. Yeah, she gave me goosebumps right there. Oh, Still, listen, you know, you look the what? ring popping. Right, right, right. The you ring popping. <laughs> okay, shout out to that. Get the ring all popping. Right. I want to change gears here because mm-hmm. speaking of the '90s, we have to me the best artist, one of the best. Well, to me, the best male artist of the '90s is R. Kelly. But uh, should R. Kelly be muted from all him. music platforms? I want y'all opinion on R. Kelly because I don't uh, think he should. But I understand the sex cult and he keeps getting caught and then he got caught with Aaliyah. Then he got you caught know with what's crazy. What's, what's mm. your thoughts Driving here. That's what y'all driving, about. Driving here, we talked about it because I just watched a uh, documentary the BBC did. You know a series when BBC, the, the, the British people come and want to talk about it. <laughs> right. So the dude, mm. you know, he, he, he discussed it. Um, he, he discussed the whole... Uh, what is it, Mute R. Kelly movement. Right. And which made me go look into it, and I seen, like, John Legend and all these people behind this. So I'm like, oh, no. Like, they really Damn. coming for you now, bro. Damn. Like, yo, your, um, you know, comrades are coming for you. So, and I can't even say they're coming for him. I, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Legend's from uh, Chicago, too? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think it's just a thing where it's, like, it's too much. Um, the music, though? Ugh. Man. Ugh. <laughs> it hurts but it you know what just like i have my opinions about bill cosby um if my son wanted to sit and watch the cosby show i couldn't tell him to cut it off because it's an entertaining entertaining wholesome tv show that right. man himself though eh, you know ain't a whole lot you know you, i can really say about that but the same thing with r kelly because it was the same stuff with the elvises of the world and everybody else they all had these demons right everybody had this stuff with them so i and it, a lot of it wasn't exposed back then oh there was no tmz because, exactly there and there was no wasn't TMZ. no social media um marvin gay <laughs> marvin gay i right. read about right went and picked his girl up from high school he was picking her up from high school so you know um what you think, it's the degree and the level of what R. Kelly has done. Is it the P? Yeah, no, okay. it's not the P. It's just, <laughs> he, he, and he just so openly out with it. Yeah. You know, even though social media wasn't popping back then when he first came out, you know, he just was open with it and he don't care. I'm not going to listen to his music anymore because of the things that he do is like really sensitive to me. Okay. You I know. <laughs> you know, so right. I just mm. Mm. You, you know what's right. funny mm. though. One thing about R. Kelly, and I was I was telling my sister this uh, yesterday. We were talking about it. Okay, I said you don't see that dude nowhere except for the awards. Like he's never away vacationing or nothing because you really. Right. Well, for one, these these girls can't go to clubs and all. They, they can't right. even come out like that. They can't like, come out. You, you don't want to be out like captive? that. You only Are see you R. Kelly me? during award shows and concerts. That's it. That man ain't on. Never caught out on no beaches or no islands and nothing like Mm-mm. that. Like he nope. really. I was never. I mean, to the house. I, I liked his. I, I listened to his music of mm-hmm. course you know because I, I'm, I'm an artist but okay. I was never like a oh my god oh R. Kelly you better wear that direct no I was never like that Okay, I always looked at him <laughs> like he was a like he was a what like he was a, mm, a, predator? a serpent you know, you know the funniest thing about him the dude he looked Ray, like a serpent. He like a snake. Two Ray, the guy with the wild hair, the black guy. He was like on MTV he used to do like mm-hmm. interviews and stuff. He interviewed him and he said, "Um, the fu- it's funny, but it's not funny." He said, "Um, there's a a rumor out there that you have a thing for teen girls," 
And R. Kelly's response was, when you say teen, how old are we talking? Mm. That was that was his response. And See, that's dude, what I'm talking said, about. He said 19, 18, 18 17, yeah, 16. Go, oh. And R. Kelly was like, there are girls that I date or that I've dated that are young. And as he kind of left it like that, but it's just sickness. He's it's, sick. It's, uh, he has yeah. a sickness. And he yeah, can't he read. Needs help. You know, and yeah. you heard that stuff too, right? Now, he now, can't read. now, he can't read. He can't write. Now, now I'm a leader. Well, how he can't write if he wrote all his songs? Here's the thing, and Wendy, that's like Fantasia what, not knowing how to read, and she won American Idol. Well, the thing with yeah, R. Kelly is how... R. Kelly. They said he's always had people around. Now, mm-hmm. when the stuff dropped with him, uh, with mm-hmm. the. Uh, when the first allegations came out with the sex tape and all that, him and yeah. Jay Z were getting ready to do um, the big chips. That second, yeah, yeah, because the, the first album that came out no, was crazy. Best, best, of, best of both worlds. Tour. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I still, and it, man, and yeah, it, I still and it got into it got into a, 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 a fight backstage and they pepper spray. Right, and they maced them. Right, and Jay Z was kind of against even doing this tour to begin with. I, right. I don't even know why it happened. It dropped right before he was supposed to sing the national anthem at like the Winter Olympics. The tape story dropped and people mm-hmm. found out about it so they were like all right what we gonna do and jay-z said i called him was like bro you need to go clear your name with us but he couldn't mm-hmm. he couldn't right. he couldn't clear his name the best thing that happened to him like we talked in the car that girl did not show up for that court case right. that was him in the video they knew it was him but the girl without mm-hmm. a witness you can't couldn't do nothing right her teachers that the documentary i watched explained that the teachers were there. her her classmates were there everybody knew this um and not to fall top because the reading thing he, they said that he always kept women, young girls, mm-hmm. high school students. They st- sat around with books, notepads, and they wrote the lyrics. R. Kelly can sing. He can harmonize. Um, he he studied. So he would music. tell them what to write. Yeah, Ew. he would just sing. But if you you listen to a lot of R. Kelly stuff, you like his like the R album, the double album. Yeah. Like I really used to listen to that. A lot of that music was the old timers, like their style. You know, he, right. he had an old soul. Yeah, the he reminded me of Sam Cooke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yes, right? yes. Yeah. So he's singing and he's harmonizing. Most people that sing and harmonize, you do it yourself, I'm mm-hmm. sure. You put your own spin on it, your own words. You sing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Words start coming to you. Right. Lyrics start coming to you. Right. You're fr- almost a freestyle R&B person. And they're just writing this stuff down, you know. And it's like, yeah. you know, do your homework. Yeah. Well, I just <laughs> put mm. them toys away and pull that pen out. Yeah. See, uh, 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 Mel, come on. Oh, that R, that R album, though. That was with um, half on a baby. Yeah, half on a baby. God, half on a. Well, I mean, yeah, all yeah. of his stuff was dope. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's a talented half on a song. Half on a baby. Yeah. Remember well, the I can't video? say songwriter, song sayer, and let the girls write. But mm. you know what I'm saying? Um, He's, well, he, uh, well, you know what? We do have some positive news going on in, in black culture. L- what do y'all think about Donald Glover? This is America uh, video and just how he's kind of like a lot of people are trying to say that he's more entertaining. Like he's proud to take off, like be even more entertaining than Jamie Foxx. He, mm. He's, he's where very. Do, uh, where do y'all put him at as far as entertainers? Because he has the show Atlanta. Yeah. He's a comedian. He does Movies, music yeah. like this dude does a lot. I didn't he know got that. Two I didn't even know that was him. I didn't either. You didn't? No, when I heard um the Ch- Childish Gambino, that first single. Uh, yeah, when he was singing. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. I love that song, though. That song um, sick. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just, he's gonna go he's just so artistic. I mean, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. as long as he stays clear of, of mm-hmm. the easy traps, um, you right. know, the, the like a scandal, a woman, or right. something Don't, come out, yeah, crazy about drugs, or, <laughs> yeah. he's good. And he's that's good. where most of the people are good. Like, as long as they stay away from the temptation. It's so hard, the temptation. Though, it is. because it is. everybody is watching. Yeah. 
Yeah, you it know, ain't it's just really that. It's, it's everybody's coming for you, too. Yeah, true that. Just like me, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I own Listen a company. Up. Up, you know, I own a mentoring uh, empowerment motivation company mm-hmm. by the name of SHP Models LLC. Okay. And my wife came up with this tagline, and it's amazing, and it's, we build confidence and be already extraordinary. Mm. You know, we are a modeling organization. So we, do, we use modeling as a confidence booster. That's Myself, I'm, I train these women. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and I train them to run. Because mm-hmm. they don't have fathers in the home. Yeah, absolutely. Like the stories that I've heard, like it'll break your heart. But what I have to do as the person I am is, you know, make it better for them. And my women and my, my queens mm-hmm. and those kings that's a part of this organization, right? they are not the same people that they were when i met them you know they are they, they've done whew, it just gives me chills just mm-hmm. to see how far they've come right. you know as far as being models like i haven't been a model long right but i knew that i could do it right you know absolutely when you when you know that you can do something you just do it that's a fact you know what i did is i studied Mm-hmm. For like two weeks, I got on my wife's nerves because I was walking around the house with hills, click, 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 click everywhere. We, everything <laughs> was a runway. Right. You know, any kind mm-hmm. of long hallway, anything was a runway. And that's what I did. And then I went back to this organization because I didn't, we didn't own the organization before. Right. The name of the organization was called Sisterhood Project LLC. Okay. I was their makeup artist. Then I turned into their runway coach. And wow. now I am one of the owners of this company because I love it so much. We that's, do so many things. It's beautiful. Yeah, we just had a beautiful mm-hmm. uh fashion show okay. where we named our model of the year we wow. have model of the years for three years you know it's just amazing to see everybody come together and yeah. all sisters and brothers under one roof and no cattiness no yeah, negativity you know everybody is loving on each other and if we help build because you, this is built you have to build this definitely you know if we help build more people and organizations like this mm-hmm. you know we can definitely change the world definitely I totally agree with that. definitely you totally know agree. these kids are are these kids need us they do you know and us as queens you know i'm not saying anything about the kings but us as queens we we carry the people mm-hmm. you do you know we we carry them and, and i'm glad you said queen because i want to get to Nicki minaj she's a queen in her own right and she True. has a new album coming out um june 15th the same day as nas called queen and she threw a couple shots i i, I don't know i want your opinion because when i was looking at her through the interview with Vogue, she was saying you know i am the queen i've been the queen and i will remain the queen and then she took a picture with cardi b and the face she had cardi b had was like you good, sis, but in the back of her mind, she like... Yeah, like, you I'm, know I'm Cardi cool real is hell. I'm cool on you. So do you think they was, that she was throwing shots? Like when she yeah. says she's the queen and she naming her Absolutely. album queen? Yeah. Absolutely. She, she feels something slipping from underneath her. That's the game. Yeah. You know, that's the mm-hmm. business. Yes. You know, you 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 she not you're not supposed to just sit down and in the corner and just chill. Yeah, she's supposed to throw shots. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. They they doing the same thing right now. Right. So gotta see who better than the other. It's yeah. the name of the game. It is a shame because I I wish mm-hmm. um there could be multiple queens in hip hop because um hip hop is always allowed for multiple kings. Right. You know, you always had like when Jay Z and Biggie existed right. um together, they were what they were. I mean, uh even when Jay-Z and Nas finally said, you know what, let's become formidable, yeah. they just like, yo, we are 
two premier rappers. Right. Um, we're both on these pedestals. Let's just remain that way. Yeah. With women, because I feel like because there's not enough of them, you're gonna do that. You're gonna yeah. do this to shoot them right. down, shoot each other down. She cannot be better than her for this moment. Thing. That's that's yeah. how it is. Period. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, for women, like they go extra hard at doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 part of the nature. Yeah. It's part of the nature, and that's true. That's part yeah. of the nature. That is true. Remember, there was only one. There's only supposed to be one. One queen, Roxanne, Roxanne back in the day. Yeah, so uh, it was a real Roxanne. Yeah, it's a real Roxanne. Then yes. my aunt Roxanne used to make good potato sauce. You said, "Bitch, I'm Roxanne." <laughs> so yeah, it was just too many Roxannes. It was it was out of control. That is true. That Whoa. is true. Yeah, I want it to be multiple queens, though. Like, Because I, I like everybody different style. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they all got something different to bring to the table until they start to sound like somebody else. Right. right. But Cardi has that, that thing. That's I love her, she her gotta, voice. Yeah. She can say Humpty Dumpty had a set on a wall, and that should be fire. You know, it's the amount of confidence. <laughs> a lot of times it's about your confidence. Because I've heard, yeah. like, Southern dudes rap. Right. And I'll be like, mm, mm. but he got that confidence. confidence. Just yeah, like, Jeezy. Yes. Yeah. He's yes. Because he they not really saying nothing, but it's just yeah. he can make cocaine sound great. Like, right. Just yeah. Like, wow. It make you like not want to do it. Yeah. But want to push that motherfucker. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna get them bricks from Kate Capo. Yeah. We gonna right. get them bricks. We gonna break down that fucking wall that Donald right. Trump trying to build. Exactly. We gonna get them bricks yep. and bring right. that shit yep. right back to Philly. Yep. Right. Exactly. So it's it's just it's a style. Then you got like Ti Ti tells you like I'm the king of the South. Right. Parting in his hat be all over here. Right. And then he'd be like using words that ain't real words because he go to jail a lot. Right. And then he learned new he words. And now some real political shit. Yeah. Because yeah. he's checking Kanye yeah, West. He's checking Yeezy. Yeah, he like, you yeah. checking Yeezy. Yeah. Yeah. He said he heard that album, <laughs> the, the blip block, boobity block. Right. And he said, I, I, ain't even, I ain't even feeling that. I ain't feeling that. So. Yeah. He had to check. He's like, look, it's like, you wrong. Yeah. You wrong, partner. He wrong. <laughs> you, you wrong. You wrong. <laughs> you wrong. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Why T.I. hair don't grow, man? It just stay the same. <laughs> like, it's just, he got a he got yeah. a ball fade for like the last. Yeah, that's what yeah. he likes. Partner, his yeah, hair don't grow. They get to a like. certain point, Yo. it's just like lean back. You like, stupid. That's what he like. That's yeah. that's his style. He got that king hair. <laughs> <laughs> that shit do not change. T.I. hair get to a certain point and it stopped. It's a rap. It's yeah. a rap. I, and it's like, it never really grows. Like, <laughs> you never grow. can tell. It don't receive. It won't you receive. He done got older, it won't receive, but it won't grow. It stays It ain't same. growing, partner. Uh, <laughs> it won't grow. Hey, <laughs> Yo, you yeah. wow. Yeah. But listen, I posted this week, and I feel like a lot of people really actually agreed to me about top five groups of all time. Okay. So I want y'all top five, but I'm going to tell y'all mine first. Rap? Yes. Oh, Run yeah. DMC, okay. Wu Tang Clan, okay. Trial Call Quest, yeah. Mob Deep, yeah. NWA. Wow. Okay, you. Because I was waiting for NWA. Oh yeah. All Got right. It. So, um, and I see what you did there, and I'm, 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 I'm feeling you it. You want to let her go, go first? Uh, the Roots. Mm-hmm. Um, comment. You say groups, right? Groups. See, because I'm not, I'm not the rap type person you know i'm in the r&b well name three name three all right so yeah i said the roots Mm -hmm. um three times dope yes yes shout out to my man est EST. (laughs) he's still writing he wrote a song for beyonce (laughs) really yes yes wow and eric b and rakim yes i I love your list Mm -hmm. what about you bro dude you uh you pretty much snatched because what you did was you covered errors and people that changed music when you said run dmc they made 
the visual. They, no, right. they they was the first um, rap Rock, artist that um, did rap. with a rap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and NWA. I w- see because yeah, I was going in that order. Yeah. So you got NWA there, and um, you said Wu Tang. Wu Tang because. Wu Tang as a group. How, first of all, it's thirteen thousand Wu Tang members. members, so yes. it's like it don't get no bigger than that coverage. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. And I feel like it's uh, and Tribe Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest. Yes. They changed music because they took what some people looked at as um, at the time positive peace rap mm-hmm. and, and took it to the next level. They made it mainstream. Made it mainstream. Yeah. Yep. And then even once it was ending and, and Q-Tip went solo, they still carried this flavor. I mean, Tribe right. changed how you felt about being positive. Exactly. Positive wasn't corny if it was Tribe music, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah, Facts. yep. Um, and they was the first backpack rappers, if you want to Right, really right. The way before Chance, way before <laughs> yeah. Kendrick and yeah. all that. Now, who was the last group you said? I said Mob Deep. You said Mob Deep. Mob Deep... I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Mob Deep, and I'm only gonna say them because, again, you said group, right? And, 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 and I, I look at all the other groups that that even if people, because I know people in Philly, mm-hmm. and will probably get shot coming back over the bridge. But groups <laughs> like State Property mm-hmm. were um, they were for a time period. They had a stamp on a certain time period, but they weren't that period of time. Right, they didn't exactly. cover the full thing. Whereas Mob Deep. Deep. The respect level for Mob Deep was crazy because you had two different rappers right. from the same place that like came together and just brought it for an era. They covered the nineties, two thousands, and they stayed yes. relevant up until the two thousands. They yeah. stayed relevant. I remember when I heard "Getaway," yeah, the song "Getaway," mm-hmm. like that. That right there was like so different from the original Mob Deep album, but it was like these dudes are just, they're not going away and they're just respected. And then you got a lot of like down South groups and stuff like that, but they just didn't hit everywhere. What happens when I really can tell somebody is good in hip hop when they get respect on the West Coast from rappers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because we don't really be respecting West Coast rappers. Like we'll say take take for instance the dude E forty. Right. We'd be like, yeah, ah, I can't he, really he, bang he, with Right. But E forty yeah, so, will yeah. tell you flat out Biggie was the man like all Biggie. them dudes over there? Biggie pop like I like all oh, them dudes. dudes. Yeah, like they like all them dudes. <laughs> oh, they're going to like all them right there. Yeah, yeah. Go, they like, come out. No, but they like all of all the things well, that we do. Get us a little, little Morgan. South, Morgan coming. He come. He gonna come, he out. come out. He might cut her off and throw her out the he school. He really might mm. do that. He might do that. Oh shit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm with that that group, man. That group actually helped me finalize the top five because usually people don't say groups they just ask you rappers so wait yeah. wait 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 but what about what about the vc boys yeah not my top five though but no but not the top five but the fact yeah they that's in what the i'm talking I about put them in the groundbreaking but yeah, yeah they were um yeah because they came biscuit and all yeah, them. yeah 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 they came over and they was on def jam at the same time yeah. Run DMC exactly. was. and we we embraced them and they had the we whole did. they had mtv rock and they had your own tv no, I'm raps rocking. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. They're actually doing an anniversary for oh, Young wow. Street Raps. I oh, think wow. next That's month at the Barclay Arena. And I'm oh, trying wow. to go because everybody's going to be there from MC Light wow. to Big Daddy Kane. Wow. It's going to be crazy. Man. Well, I just, I just did a play with um called Three Angry Bitches with um Kango. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. oh shit. Okay. Yeah, that was my brother. Wow. Yeah, That's super dope. dope. That's shout super out to Yvette Money, the writer and director of Three Angry Bitches. <laughs> Yeah, we was angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we was. So, all right. So, before we wrap this this episode up, I just want to say, um, this is about social media. I got one last question for y'all. Right. 
do y'all ever have issues with people that might block you that you know them in person do you think they're hating and what do y'all think about ghost followers um i i as far as friends that now they block you yeah they they definitely feel some kind of way and do you think they was hating all along yeah absolutely yeah Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you low key. Like mm -hmm. I had so many people like that in my life. Oh my goodness. Like, how do you so... keep the, 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 the dead weight out of your circle? I stay as positive. Elevating stuff. I have to just let them know, like you if you can't roll with me, I can't take you with me. If we not doing the same thing, mm -hmm. I I can't roll with you. You know, no hard feelings. Right. You know, I, hey, I see you in passing, mm -hmm. but I got something to do. I got somewhere to be. Right. If you can't, uh, if you if you're my real friend, mm -hmm. and I can understand if your friends is not where you are in life, mm -hmm. but they understand where you're going. going you know, and they respect the and hustle. they respect it. You know, now now I respect that. Right. But them them people that fall off and they talk about you and yeah, block you on Facebook and all of that stuff. Yeah, they they've been hating all the long, all the long. Yeah, I think um, mm -hmm. a lot of times your your work ethic will make people fall off. Like by default, like I'll tell I won't tell people like, hey, I can't go hang out. I'll tell people, hey, I got a show tonight. Or hey, I got this tonight. Or tomorrow, next tomorrow I may be able to do something, but it's in between these times because I got this grind that I'm on. Mm -hmm. And if if they are really about your grind and they they're they're like genuine people who need to be around a while, they just gonna be around. Yeah. They they're gonna be around. And I don't mean around in like the whole hanger on thing. They're gonna be there. They're gonna be there to support. They're gonna be uh, in your circle, and they're gonna understand that thing called space. And that space is needed in order for you to do anything you want to do. Yeah. Um. Your free time is not time anymore. Like when you get to a certain level with this, mm -hmm. um, and I say this, when you're on the level I'm on, I need to be working as hard as those who are really on. Mm. Harder. Mm. I need to be working harder. Mm. Like you really shouldn't hard. see me. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I, I'm going to tell you this real quick, um, not to cut, cut people off. I only follow um, Kevin Hart on Instagram as far as like big name comedians, and I'll follow him for one reason. Okay. Because he gets up in the morning at five o'clock and he works out yep. and he takes kids to school and he goes and does radio and all these different things and promos right. and promotional and he works on movies and he does this. His day is so filled with shit that that's where you want to be. Like Absolutely. you, you don't want to be um, stagnant at all. And there are comedians who've made it, who just, they're good and they're comfortable with what they're doing. But I'm like, man, if it's another window out there mm -hmm. that you could put your foot in and that 24 hours, put your feet in it. So mm -hmm. I, I'm more interested, not in Kevin Hart, like, oh, look, he got his baby. I'm like, oh, look, Kevin Hart went to the gym this morning at five. Before we even got up to get our grind on, he was grinding. And the gym ain't do nothing but put him on the cover of men's fitness. He got a Nike deal, like right. the first comedian with a sneaker deal. Those are the things that I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily want to mirror that. Right. What he's doing, but that work ethic, yeah, that's yeah, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, that that's sick. There's a lot of things out there, a lot of lanes, and he's covering all of them. True. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, tell the people how they can follow you. What you got coming up? I really appreciate. Yeah, let, let, let go first. Let go first. He just. <laughs> Cause she had a vegan salad, so I just you know to I did not have a vegan salad. I am um going to be in a beauty pageant this year, and I want to thank you, and I want to look my absolute best. So I am on healthy eating and nice. workout and things like that alongside my wife. Yeah. So you can find me Patrice Wise Brown. 
on Instagram at Patrice, that is P-A-T-R-I-C-E underscore two Libras, and that's T-W-O-L-I-B-R-A-S. You can also find me on Facebook at Patrice Wise Brown. I am the first one that comes up. You can also go to my uh, like page, and that is Two Libras Inc. on Facebook. Sisterhood Project LL, his Sisterhood Project LLC on Facebook, and yeah, I'm pretty sure it's more, but yeah. <laughs> those are the main that's, ones. That's why I let you go first, right? Uh, no, no. Um, right, right. What's the holiday coming up? Um, Memorial at the end of the month. Day. Memorial Day. So uh, tomorrow, I'm actually at um, I'm on City Avenue at mm-hmm. what? North American Banquet Hall, and I okay. said I would never go in there. Because it looked like one of the places they take strippers. But um, <laughs> like the blue moon. I'll, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, that's the white moon because it's on City Avenue. But uh, I'm there tomorrow for a show. The show is called Your Mama Will Love This Comedy Show. Okay. Whatever that okay. means. Then I'm at Greenwich Village Comedy Club in New York City, uh, 730 uh, on Sunday. And then uh, Memorial. Is that Memorial Day weekend coming up? Yeah, Memorial uh, Day. I got my biggie, my big show. I'm at Punchline. Um, Congratulations, yeah, man. I'm at Punchline on the... Uh, I was just going to ask you about Punchline. Yeah. You got a show at yeah, I'm Punchline. At, I'm at Punchline. Yes. It, the call came through, so That's I opened great. up Memorial Day weekend uh, at Punchline on the 24th. Congratulations. And then, thanks, bro. That's You can't get no bigger than that right now in Philly. No, so the can't. 26th, I have my monthly show at the Urban Art Gallery out West Philly. Shout out to Urban Art Gallery. Um, That's the... Art of Laughter show that I do every last Saturday of the month. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely got to get you uh, to these shows, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to yeah. come, man. got to get you yeah. there, man. Yeah, man, definitely. Got to get you there. So. But like I said, I appreciate y'all coming on oh. the podcast. This oh, is episode nice. 30. Do it for Hip Hop Podcast. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, DJ Bugsy215, SoundCloud. And remember this. I'm not Instagram famous. I'm not a celebrity. I'm just the voice of the people who love hip hop and the culture. Don't ever play yourself. Peace. Peace. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Don't ever play yourself.